Good afternoon, dear humans. Faz is the name and helping you with four body routines for hypertrophy is my game. So we will get into this in just a moment. But firstly, thanks for tuning in. This question was something that came up with a client last this week, and he wanted to know a bit more about full body routines for hypertrophy. He wanted to dabble in that. So I thought, you know what, makes for a good question. Let's discuss it. So I have a lot of experience with full body routines. In fact, I wrote a book on it. <laughs> so I'm going to give you a sort of top-down look at full body for hypertrophy, what that entails, some basic interpretations, and some advanced stuff as well towards the end. So stay tuned. Okay, firstly, let's get into it. Now, what are the benefits of training your whole body in every session? So here are some anecdotal benefits. These, none of these are particularly confirmed by any kind of high-level scientific thing, but it's stuff that I've noticed doing full body routines now for close to 15 years. Firstly, they seem to be very beneficial for body recomposition or fat loss. I don't really know why. We can theorize that potentially the ceiling of volume is higher. Therefore, you burn more calories. It has more of a recomposition effect. Volume is a very powerful modulator of muscle growth. So potentially that's part of it. But in general, full body routines seem to be very good for recomposition. So a basic three to five day a week routine where you're doing full body tends to be a pretty good option for those who want to recomposition or drop body fat. Next thing is, it is also doubly useful on a fat loss phase because when you get to the tail end of a fat loss phase, typically you're feeling quite depleted. You don't have a great deal of energy and your endurance per muscle group per day tends to go down. So if I'm nice and full, I've been eating well, I can probably get through anywhere between eight to 10 useful sets for a body part in a given day, okay? Now that's probably about my ceiling. After that, it starts to go a bit wrong. Now, when you're on a fat loss phase, typically people can do less, especially when they're deep into a cut. So full body is quite beneficial for that because you're doing a smaller amount of volume per body part per day, which is quite good. So you can hit a minimum amount of volume per body part and move on to the next body part. So that's quite useful. It's another little hidden advantage. And finally, related to the volume, this full body routine allows for greater amounts of useful volume per week. So if we think per any given session, if we go back to the eight to 10 set figure, for any given session, you can probably get away with a ceiling of about eight to 10 useful hard working sets per body part. And after that, probably intensity is gonna be compromised. Now, if you have more training bouts per week, you can accumulate more volume. So if you're doing three full body sessions and you manage to work the volume outright, you can potentially get 30 sets per week. So for a body part, so there's plenty of room to really expand the volume. Now, if you're only training a body part once a week, you really have an upper limit ceiling of how much useful volume you can do for that body part before you delve into sort of junk volume and stuff like that. So it allows for greater useful volume per week. And you'll see more of that throughout this because variety is the key, okay? Variety is the key varying workload, varying everything throughout the week is a massive key towards allowing you to accumulate lots more useful volume. If you don't really pound the variety, you'll just get a bunch of overuse injuries. And I'm going to detail specifically how I vary things to enable you to maximize the amount of useful volume per week, which tends to give you good results. So 
those are some of the benefits. Now, before we go on to talk about how I set this up, we wouldn't be right if we didn't discuss downsides, okay? Now, first major downside is it's hard, okay? Now, it is hard. However, that's not a reason to try and pass out the heavy day throughout the week, which I know that some people are a fan of. So the heavy days tend to be a lot of heavy work. So you, on any given day, you might be doing some kind of squatting movement, some kind of deadlift movement, some kind of bench, some kind of overhead press. And for a lot of people, that can be quite intimidating because they just don't have the capacity to be able to do that. Now, for them, they might be tempted to try and pass the heavy workout throughout the week. So for example, Monday, do a squat, Wednesday, do a deadlift, Friday, do another squat, something like that. Now, the downside with that is it's while you're trading the acute stress on a given day with recovery throughout the week, because then you're pounding the hips three times a week, you're pounding the knees three times a week with heavy exercises, which is quite short-sighted. With a heavy light medium approach, you have the heavy days, you have a light day as basically a recovery day, and then you can go again. If you pass out all your heavy work throughout the week, you're just pounding your joints all the time. It's a very short-sighted way of looking at things. So this is why I set my days up with heavy light medium system with plenty of variety, as you'll see. Next downside is this potentially requires more warming up. So everyone has one body part, which usually takes a bit more warming up. For me, it's the legs. I really need to warm my knees up, otherwise they cause me problems. So if you're training legs every day, then that is potentially where you might need more warming up. Also, since you're training the entire body, once you train your chest, you need to re-warm up for your upper back and then warm up again for your legs and then warm up again for whatever else. Yeah, generally speaking, you're probably gonna rack up more warm up, which is a downside. Next is, next downside is because of the points in the benefits, which is that you can rack up a lot of volume, it becomes very easy to overdo the amount of work you're doing in a given week. The way that I'm gonna show you how to set it up, you can really maximize the hell out of the volume you do during the course of the week. So that can very quickly lead you to overtraining, particularly acute overtraining where you're looking at some tendinosis, tendinitis, stuff like that. And finally, a downside is this style of full body training very much benefits from the ability to superset. So if you don't have the ability to superset in a gym, then you're going to have problems. But I think if you're training at home, you should be, it should be a lot more manageable because you have barbells, body weight, dumbbells, potentially, maybe even a cable setup, and you can superset things. In a busy commercial gym, it becomes a lot more problematic. So that's a potential downside, particularly on a heavy day where it's almost, it's almost a necessity that you have to superset things because you're going to be maximizing your rest periods and really doing a lot of heavy compounds. So there's some downsides, which I think it's worth discussing before we move on. None of those downsides are a game breaker for me because I love this way of training, but there are some downsides. We would be, we, it wouldn't be right if we didn't cover those. So moving on to how we set this up. Now, setting up your day, what I typically recommend is you split up the body into seven main areas, okay? With four optional areas. Seven main areas you really wanna cover are chest, upper back, delts, buys, tries, quads, and then I tend to group together the hamstrings and glutes with a combination of curls and extension movements. You have four optional areas, which are calves, abs, neck, and forearms. Feel free to add them in or not, really depends on what you want. When I had a choice to do more optional work, I opted instead to do more work for the main areas because I felt that would have a better return on my physique, which it did. So that's how I set it up. And if you think about it like that, 
every day becomes a lot more feasible. All right, every day I need at least seven exercises, which are going to cover these areas, and then potentially I can tag on a few more. That's my starting point. That's my base. From there, we can now fill out how do we choose the exercises. So next step is choosing the exercises. And what we are going to do is we're going to try and use a range of different techniques to maximize variety across the week within a heavy, light, medium template. First thing that we're going to vary is exercises, then rep ranges, and finally, quite controversially, rest periods. So that's something I'll discuss, but it's more of a controversial one. So exercise selection, first of all. Now, your heavy day corresponds to your big basic compound movements, compound exercises. Your light day corresponds to lighter, either isolation or potentially machine-based exercises. Medium days generally correspond to a mixture of compound and isolation exercises, but certainly something you can connect with and feel, potentially more so than your heavy day, okay? So if I give you an example of what all this means, here's an example of what your chest routine might look like throughout the week on a basic starting off rank one beginner full body routine for hypertrophy. So your heavy day, you might do barbell bench press, light day, cable flies, medium day, dumbbell incline bench. So you have three different styles of exercise there, three different types of exercise. One, which by necessity is heavier because it's a barbell movement. One by necessity is lighter, which is a cable fly. And finally, something in between. So that's the beginning. Next. Next thing, and we're still not particularly controversial yet, but this is rep range. Um, rep ranges correspond to the appropriate exercise and the appropriate day. So heavy days, lower reps, useful. Okay. Medium days, moderate reps, light days, higher reps all very self-explanatory, nothing particularly controversial there. So if we expand out our example of the chest week, we can go with barbell bench for sets of five as a heavy movement on the light day, a couple of days later, cable flies for sets of 15. Medium day would be dumbbell incline bench for sets of 10. So we have a wide variety across the week of rep ranges, which are sufficiently different. And we're really starting to build that variety, which is going to be the hallmark of a heavy light medium routine. Now, the next one, which is potentially the most controversial because everybody has their science hat on these days and everyone's like, Bradshaw and Fell said, yeah, this is what I've known to be true from my own personal experience. So rest periods, heavy days require more rest, light days require a lot less rest, medium days require moderate rest. Now, we do that not just for saving time, but we do that specifically to induce a different type of stress. So the light day, while it does induce hypertrophy, it also acts as a recovery day for the heavy day. So when people go, ah, excuse me, Brad Schoenfeld said this, I'm like, bro, calm down. Secondly, we are doing the different days for different reasons. Okay. So think of it, think of the, think of the light, the best way to think of the light days is as a recovery day for the heavy days. Again, it's all about potentiating more volume because the volume is useful. That's really what drove my progress when I did this style of training. So chest variation across the week, we just expand out that example to fit rest periods. Heavy day, we'll have barbell bench presses, sets of five with three minutes rest, plenty of supersets on that day to make sure we accomplish everything. Light day will be cable flies with sets of 15 with one to one and a half minute rest. And finally, the medium day at the end of the week, dumbbell incline bench sets of 10 with about two minutes rest. So we have 
maximum variety there. So rather than think, I'm going to argue about the rest periods, just think about what we're trying to accomplish. We're trying to accomplish maximum variety to allow us to do maximize the volume during a given week, maximize the useful volume during a given week. If every day had the same rest periods and the same reps, we would run into problems. And that is what we're trying to leverage these three factors, exercise selection, rest periods, and also rep ranges, maximize all three, the variety across all three, so we can really maximize the work without delving into overtraining and tendon issues. So there is a reason why I vary rest periods as well, and it's for that reason, okay? So don't get hung up on what the science says. This is within the context of a full body routine where you're trying to maximize the variety and really differentiate each day so you have less chance of running into overuse injuries, okay? Keep that in your mind, okay? So some more examples here. This is an example leg day. So let's make this a bit bigger for you guys so you can see. So heavy might be squats and stiff leg deadlift for sets of five with three minutes rest. Light day might be leg extensions and leg curls for 15s with one minute rest. Medium day could be leg press and good mornings for 10s with two minute rest. So you see here, we've got this lovely combination of heavy compounds with low reps for longer rest periods versus a light day, which is mostly isolation and machine exercises for higher reps and shorter rest periods. Those two could be superseted as well if you have the equipment available. And the medium day is more of a medium day where more of a sort of like a moderate rep day where you have moderate rest periods and it's just different from either one. So they all have distinctly different characteristics and that is the important thing. The important thing is they have to be different. That's what makes the routine so successful. And if you look back to some of the probably the poorer interpretations of the heavy light medium system or the full body routines where somebody has heavy work screwed throughout the week, you can see why they are going to run into recovery problems. If you do heavy work all week, it's just a disaster. Whereas this, you are encouraging recuperation. The light day serves as a perfect buffer to help you recover from the heavy day to then lead into the medium day, which it works beautifully. I think you just have to escape the sort of the mindset of thinking, ah, oh, this is not what the science says. And just understand that this is set up in a way which allows you to really maximize your recovery. And it has to be done this way. If you try and break out the system and start to do longer rest periods and lower reps on your light day, you're going to break the system and then you're going to suffer because you won't have the recovery. And uh, one thing I noted when I was evaluating Alex from After Destiny's program is that rather than a light day, he actually uses GPP days but it serves the same purpose. It's just, he likes GPP. I like so it serves the same purpose. It's very much a recovery day, which does still provide some hypertrophy benefits. Okay. So some concluding thoughts for you guys. Full body training for hypertrophy is a lost art. I mean, just the fact that I have to really explain the whole rest period thing shows that it is. People just don't understand the variety and the variation why we implement it, but that's why. Variety is the key to maximizing useful volume. When you think to conjugate training, Westside, for example, they would do enormous amounts of training per week and they were able to do that because they maximized the amount of variety. It's the same principle here. Like Louis himself said, bodybuilding is conjugate, right? Well, this is what we're doing. We are maximizing the amount of variety. If you just insist on doing heavy stuff all the time, you're not going to be able to maximize volume. And typically the everything is heavy guys tend to resort to minimalistic routines because that's all you can recover from. So full body done my way allows for the maximum useful variety. And that is the way to set up a full body routine. 
as well as that, there are multiple days allowing for high amounts of useful volume on a given day. The examples I've given you so far have been three days a week. You have a huge amount of volume potential there relative to one or twice. And I will show you some other examples in a moment. Now, I would say a potential negative or downside of full body is it's probably not as useful unless you can hit a minimum threshold of volume per day. So it wouldn't be my first choice if you can only have the time to do two sets per body part per day. I don't think that's sufficient. I want to see more work done on a per session basis. I think you need at least three or four sets on a given day per body part to see for that to be a useful session. So it's not just about accumulating volume across the week. It is also about having a strong sessional volume as well. And yeah, ultimately, I think one of the big advantages of routine list is you can accumulate a lot more useful volume. Now, stay with me because I'm going to give you some bonus extras. Here's a bonus insight. This is something that I did at the tail end of my full body experiment back in like 2009. So I did full body for about three years, 2007, 2008, 2009, before I went back into powerlifting in about 2010. Now, at the very peak of the full body experiments, I was training five days a week, seven to 10 exercises per day, which was normally the big seven plus three more for the upper body. Plenty of supersets to get everything done. I was doing up to 30 sets per body part. So for example, chest, back and delts would get about 30 sets each. And I worked that out because I was hitting about six sets five times a week, it's 30 sets. So it was a tremendous amount of work and it had a massive benefit. How was I able to do that? Because I leveraged all these things that I'm telling you about, the rep ranges, the exercise selection, the rest period, I leveraged all that really hard so I could maximize the amount of volume I could do per week and get away with. And it was tremendous, it worked really well. So to give you an idea of what that kind of looks like, this is an advanced, this is an advanced interpretation of a chest day. This is a very advanced interpretation for chest day. Not everyone, or probably not many people, are going to be able to stand this or going to be able to do this. Most people will look at this and think that it's too much. And for most people, if you're looking at this thinking, you know what, Faz, this is too much, then you're right. It is too much for you. But this is very much what I was doing back in the day, and it worked great. A heavy day would be bench press and dumbbell bench press, three minutes rest with plenty of supersets to get everything done. Light day would be dumbbell flies and push-ups with one minute rest periods. And then I would have a day off. Then I would do another heavy day, which would be incline bench weighted dips with about three minutes rest and supersets. Then another light day, dumbbell flies and push-ups one minute, which would be the repeat. And then finally a medium day, which would be dumbbell incline bench and machine chest press with two minutes rest period. I worked up to that point. I started off like I'm recommending you guys start off with three full body days. I then incrementally added volume, adding days until I reached this interpretation where I was doing a tremendous amount of work for a week, burning a tremendous amount of calories, and I was getting in really good shape. In fact, just thinking about it now makes me think, why am I not doing it again? But anyway, that was my sort of quick, dirty 20 minute look at how to do full body effectively and really want to emphasize pretend why we use all the variety and how what variety we use particularly the whole rest periods because i know that's controversial but just to try and emphasize the reason and that is to maximize variety to maximize the amount of useful volume you can do per day so hopefully that was useful and if you are not yet subscribed to subscribe for more social interaction with me you can follow me on Instagram, also Facebook. I'm passively on there. 
and on Twitter, go to my website, fazlifts.co.uk. I have eBooks and all that kind of stuff. So check that all out. And if you're interested in actual one-to-one -one coaching, there's a link in the description. Peace out.